This is the Variety Focus Podcast. Join us each week as we explore a plethora of topics ranging from technology and social media to unsolved mysteries and odd fads from the past. What will we dive into this week? Find out now on Variety Focus. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dakota and with me is my co-host Chase and this is the Variety Focus Podcast. This is a project we've been working on in the background for a while, uh, just setting up recording sessions and topics and looking up articles and such. And we are finally sitting down to record the first episode. And what better way to start off the first episode than with a subject that neither of us have a taste for, pumpkin spice. Yes, it is the meme, it is the myth, and it is the legend of pumpkin spice. We both enjoy the season of fall, but we do not enjoy the season of pumpkin because we're just not basic enough. But before we get to what we know today as pumpkin spice, we need to look back in history to find out how this cultural phenomenon came about. Early American colonists considered the squash as a food of last resort, uh, something they would eat if they had to when they had no other choice, whether it be because of wartime or famine or whatever the case was. This was due to the fact that it was extremely easy to obtain, and the fact that it was also looked down upon in English society, which unsurprisingly still played a huge role in the thought processes of the the colonial culture. In fact, those who had to resort to eating pumpkin, whatever the reason was, were considered lower class, to the point where that term's pumpkin roller or pumpkin eater were used as derogatory slurs. If you're like me and you've heard the phrase cheater cheater pumpkin eater, and were confused as to what that meant, now you understand a little bit. It's just simply a slur. It's I'm not sure why, it's just the fact that it rhymes with cheater. I guess they decided to use it. Those who looked down on those who ate pumpkin, though, often had a large amount of it on hand in the event of an emergency because eating something that was considered lower class was a better option than dying, I guess. Yeah, and going back to early America, <clears throat> I found an article from FamilyTreeMagazine.com, uh, and they say that early American settlers may have made pumpkin pies that contained similar spices as early as 1620. Uh, and what they did was they got their big pumpkins and they cut the hole on top like we do when we carve, and they gutted the inside. But what they did is they kept the shell and they added milk, honey, spices, um, and they baked it over hot ash to make pumpkin pie. Yeah, it wasn't until the 19th century that pumpkin really grew in notoriety as a treat during the fall time. Uh, A sense of nostalgia surrounding pumpkin took over the media. People were writing poems about it. Artists were painting it into their different, you know, fall-themed pieces. Uh, Even various publications were doing stories on the fruit. Uh, Even though it had had long been seen as a poor substitutional food, it became uh, a dessert in many households due to its very sweet nature. Once the celebration of Thanksgiving became popular, it was actually the focal point of the holiday, whether it be the use of pumpkin pie or just pumpkins as decorations during the time. But it wasn't until about 1936 that we find the earliest popular mention on record for anyone using the term pumpkin spice for the blend of flavors that they use. Uh, About that same year, the Washington Post published a recipe for pumpkin spice cakes with the title Spice Cake of Pumpkin Newest Dish Delicacy tempting to all appetites and easy to prepare, the ideal dessert for family dinner, healthful for children. And we also have a fun fact. Did you know that the typical pumpkin pie filling that you buy in a can has little to no pumpkin, but is generally made up of a squash called the Dickinson squash? Which is ridiculous to frame it as pumpkin. But also, uh, what we know today is pumpkin spice, 
is actually a concoction of spices that also has very little pumpkin in it, created in a Starbucks lab by a research team led by Peter Dukes. During the spring of 2002, the company was searching for a new seasonal drink for the fall, and they narrowed it down to four lattes. And I want to point out that all of the lattes mentioned, along with pumpkin spice, sound far better. And let me know what you guys think of this as well. Uh, the first option was caramel chocolate, which sounds delicious. Better. Yeah. Uh, orange cream, which I'm sorry, I'm not a fan of orange cream either. Still better. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, cin- cinnamon streusel, which I think you and me, you and I both can agree, sounds phenomenal. Way better. Yeah. And the pumpkin spice drink, which at that time they had not named pumpkin spice. They were actually going through a series of names like fall harvest, uh, pumpkin pie, different things like that. Uh, at that point, Dukes and his crew were developing this flavor in the spring. So they wanted to create the atmosphere of fall in their lab in an effort to really understand what flavor fit the season best. They brought in leaves, they turned the AC down to make it give it that fall, crisp air feel, and they decorated the lab with different seasonal things, including pumpkins. Uh, as, after many tests and trials, they landed on the pumpkin drink as the best choice, and after that they named it pumpkin sp- the Pumpkin Spice Latte, which is what we know today as the meme, the myth, the legend. And the terrible drink. And the terrible drink. And now that we've talked about the history of pumpkin spice, let's talk about how it has impacted the modern culture that we live in today. Yeah, so since its introduction in 2002, the pumpkin spice market has been ridiculous. Like, the amount of money that it's made is, it blows my mind. I'm still surprised that some seasonal thing makes this kind of money. Uh, According to a Forbes report from from the fall of 2016 through the spring of 2017, the pumpkin spice industry alone made upwards of $414 million, which I don't understand. I just don't get it. And a big part of that boom in the market um, of pumpkin spice is obviously the coffee. Um, and from what I found online on chicagoist.com, this article says that in 1996 is when we see the first reference uh, to pumpkin spice coffee. There was a newspaper uh, describing home roast coffee, which is a local coffee shop in Tampa, Florida, or at least it was back in the day. And the, the title of this paper was Roasters Hope Profits Are Brewing um, by Brewing Pumpkin Spice Beans. Uh, by 1998, it looks like it spread to other cities like Vegas and the place called Allentown, Pennsylvania. And then it says, by the early 2000s, someone figured out that it sold well as a latte with lots of cream and lots of sugar. And then another newspaper reference says that Springs Coffee Shop offers something to fit almost anyone's taste, except mine in Dakota's. And that was in the Colorado Springs Gazette in 2002. And then we jump ahead to 2003 when we see Starbucks introduce their pumpkin spice latte nationwide, uh, which amped up the beverage and poised it for domination with even more sugar, more food coloring, and God knows what else. Yeah, since its uh, rise in popularity, pumpkin spice is, is so much more than just a flavor. It's become a culture of its own. It's a meme, like we, we said at the beginning. It's a meme, a myth, a legend. It's a stereotype on its own. Uh, there are parody songs about it. There's playlists on Spotify dedicated to pumpkin spice. And there's even a list of songs that I found that is calls itself pumpkin spice latte in musical form. I, I don't know what that means. I guess it's mediocre music. That's right. Shots fired, Pumpkin Spice lovers. And if you want a good laugh, check out the Pumpkin Spice movie trailer parody by Official Comedy. It is 
Hilarious and exactly how I feel about the pumpkin spice season. Many other products have been created as a result of the invention of pumpkin spice and the popularization of it. Some for the better and some for the much, much, much worse. Yes, and to start, we have uh, Trader Joe's line of pumpkin spice products. Uh, some of these I got from Good Mythical Morning, which is my favorite YouTube channel. They went over some of Trader Joe's pumpkin spice, but I went online and I found some more. So here are some of their pumpkin spice line of products. <clears throat> so first we have pumpkin butter, uh, pumpkin spice sandwich cookies, which are basically pumpkin spice Oreos. Uh, we have pumpkin spice bagels. Pumpkin spice ice cream, pumpkin waffles, pumpkin ravioli, pumpkin spice granola, pumpkin O's cereal, pumpkin almond milk, pumpkin cheese, iced pumpkin rolls, pumpkin cheesecake, and pumpkin biscotti. It's I don't understand all this pumpkin, all these pumpkin products, but uh, there's other pumpkin spice products that other people have invented. Uh, here's a few of them. Some of these are going to sound disgusting, and even looking at them, I'm sad inside. <clears throat> Um, we have pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice Pringles, pumpkin spice toothpaste, pumpkin spice sausages, pumpkin spice cheeseburgers, which Chase is going to talk about uh, in a little mm. bit, which uh, it still doesn't sound good, man. It still doesn't sound good. <laughs> pumpkin spice, man. Pumpkin spice sparkling water, pumpkin spice chapstick, pumpkin spice body wash, pumpkin spice dog treats for that basic dog in your life. Pumpkin spice whey protein powder, pumpkin spice deodorants, pumpkin spice candles, and of course, pumpkin spice coffee. And I'm not sure why most of this exists. I don't think it's necessary. But uh, Chase, what are names? One of you you had something on pumpkin spice burgers that you wanted to talk about. Yeah, I found an article online, of course, from Huffington Post this time. Um, let's see. So this says that uh, since pumpkin spice lattes were so overhyped, uh, there were some people that thought that making it into a cheeseburger and fries was a good idea. <clears throat> so there's a place called Unami Burger, and they created their pumpkin spice latte burger, and it consists of their signature beef blend, pumpkin spice flavored mascarpone, roasted garlic aioli, tempura kabacha squash, and a drizzle of coffee molasses glaze. Uh, and it looks pretty crazy, as it does sound. The pumpkin spice, the molasses, the coffee molasses gray, uh, glaze sounds okay. That's the only part of that that I was like, yeah, yeah, I'd want to try that. <laughs> the rest of it, I uh, just, I don't get, man. I don't know what mascarpone is. I don't either. I was trying to figure out what that was, but I didn't want to look pumpkin spiced. Pumpkin spice. Um, one of the things I did try. So I, I've tried pumpkin spice lattes. I just think they're mediocre. They're too sweet. I like darker coffee, Americanos, like you know everything. Like a little, little more bitterness to it. It's just too sweet for me. But I did have a pumpkin spice bagel with um, with a pumpkin spice uh, cream cheese spread. Actually, pretty good. It was actually decent. That was the the first thing that was pumpkin spice that I said. Yeah, I I want to eat that again at some point in my life. The rest of it can can burn with the dead leaves of fall. I think the only thing pumpkin spice that I like, <clears throat> and it's because it doesn't really taste like pumpkin, is the pumpkin rolls, which is kind of like a pumpkin bread that's rolled with cream cheese 
Uh, but the way I've had it is not a ton of pumpkin flavor and a lot of cream cheese. So it's kind of just like, it's like carrot cake, but with a slight pumpkin taste. So so what we're saying is if you take the pumpkin out of it and take the pumpkin spice out oh, of it. Oh, it's real good. It's great. As long as you take as long as you take the main part of it out, we're fine with it. We love pumpkin spice when there's no pumpkin spice. What about that whey protein? Do you even lift? Do you even lift pumpkins? Man, pumpkins like whey protein in itself is terrible and it makes me sad whenever I have to actually ingest it. But pumpkin spice, whey protein sounds awful. Do you even pumpkin spice? I don't want a pumpkin spice ever again, man. I'm so, I'm so excited for the pumpkin spice season to end, and the season of Christmas to begin, which is far better and has far more interesting flavors than pumpkin spice season ever will. And that being said, I think we're done with pumpkin spice here today. Yeah, I think that's that's gonna be it. Um, hopefully, you guys enjoyed that. Let us know and through the email um, what you. What you like about pumpkin spice? Convince us to like pumpkin spice. Tell us why we're wrong. Um, and I don't think it's gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. But you can try. You can try, nevertheless. Um, you can email us at what's the email address? Uh, it'll be in the description. But it is the Variety Focus Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and you can also find us at Variety at Variety Focus on Twitter. Uh, and be sure to subscribe to us on wherever you get the podcast. Um, it's This is the first run. I think Pumpkin Spice was the perfect way to start. It's definitely not a passion of ours. But yeah, that's going to be it. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you in the next episode. Pumpkin Spice. Pumpkin Spice.